0: Hey there, Busy Mama. I got you. No need to worry. I did the homework for you. As your wellness concierge, I'll connect you to greater health and guide you to be fully alive and well. I'm a former Navy nurse and lactation consultant turned homeschool mama, focusing my love of education and health and wellness toward helping others. I don't even pretend to have it all together, and I'm totally okay with that. I can keep it real. I'm here for encouragement, sharing my voice and my journey, and to have fun, and just maybe a little learning, too. Here, you'll find education, empowerment, and authenticity on a weekly basis. I am your host, Stacey Myers, the Hot Mess Homeschooler. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's friday morning here tgif i I am out in my lanai enjoying a cup of coffee before i take the kids to their taekwondo on the beach so a good good celebration to finish off the week for sure (laughs) today i wanted to talk to you about um Where I am right now in my homeschool journey. Um, I know, as the hot mess homeschooler, I always say it's not even about homeschool. It's about me doing the homework for you and acting as your wellness concierge. But homeschool is such a huge part of my life. And even if you don't homeschool, I think that um, what I say could still resonate with you and you can take some. Nuggets of, I don't know if wisdom is the word, but (laughs) maybe encouragement and inspiration to apply to your own life. Um, So, where we are right now, my son um, is a beautiful soul and has always been sort of a challenge to me in a way because his brain just works very differently than mine. Um, And my daughter, who is older, she's 14 her brain, my brain, we, we match up. I get her on a level. Um, him, he's always been just a little different. So part of it, I didn't know if, you know, I always, before kids envisioned myself to be like a boy mom, but then I'm like, maybe, maybe I wasn't. (laughs) So I always thought like, maybe it's just the difference between girls and boys. But then as I've come to, um, You know be with him and be with him more closely in the homeschool environment you know I've seen that he does have some specific challenges that my daughter never did for example he has ADHD he has dyslexia and dysgraphia so I I even though I have a master's in nursing education and I know about curriculum and, and teaching college students, like, this was nothing I ever learned about. And I found that even in the medical community, like, there there's a two distinct um, schools of, like, there's the education community and then there's the medical community and how they recognize things, and that's a whole topic for another day. Um... But just from honestly reading and seeing different Facebook posts from groups that I'm on, um, you know, how people always laugh and say, like, don't, did you get your medical degree at Dr. Google? (laughs) Um, But honestly, like, whether it was my health or even now for this education journey, I have really learned a lot by doing my own research and being my own advocate. And it really helped me recognize some early signs in him that led me to, my dogs are over here playing. Sorry for the (laughs) noise in the background. Um, but it helped me to recognize these early signs and start questioning and thinking. And even though for a while I didn't have a quote unquote official diagnosis, I still knew in my head and in my mama heart that I needed to make some changes. So, that's where we are. This past year, he's in third grade, currently finishing that up. And, you know, as first and second grader, it's pretty easy. And he was late in reading. And so second grade, honestly, we spent time just focusing on phonics and reading. And he went from not being able to read at all to going well past his um, level. And to me, that's just incredible and a testament to Um, Not that that couldn't have happened in public school, but nobody would have been able to take the time with him like I did. And um, it was simple and just consistent reinforcement, and it worked. And some of it was just that he was ready and everything clicked. But um, it was beautiful because we could do and adapt as necessary, and I just saw it all come together. So it was just a beautiful thing. Um, right now I'm really questioning where we are going to go for fourth grade. Um, you know, we have always, we have always done a co-op that I absolutely love. I, I believe in 100% and it's a community, it's a curriculum, it's a co-op and it's, it's all those things. It's lovely. Um, my daughter will continue with it because it's a good fit for her and she's thriving. Um, for me, I'm now questioning like, is this a good fit for him? I spent a lot of this past year very frustrated with him, with his behavior. and even though it technically looks like it should, be a good fit for him. I just found like he's acting like it's one giant playdate. I'm not sure of the actual learning. And I'm not always super focused on academics either because there's learning that takes place socially, um, you know, emotionally, you know, it, there's so many other levels other than academic. But, you know, we have always done this co-op and you know for a long time he was just a little kid tagging along you know from the time he was three four five first and second grade like I said was easy but this past year in third has been kind of a a wake-up call and and saying like wow does something need to be different um as as we move forward I'm really trying to look at his needs and and say you know, maybe that co-op isn't a great fit. You know, it, it's hard because I don't want to go there and he's having like the time of his life, but then, you know, I'm angry. We're not, you know, um, with his behavior. I don't really know that he's taking in any of the information academically. And, um, I just don't want him to have negativity surrounding that. Like, that's very confusing and it sends a lot of mixed messages, you know. Um, even with our taekwondo on the beach, it's a struggle because, you know, we live in Florida. And it's on the beach, guys. And it's amazing. My daughter loves it. But because of COVID and everything, um, we were pushed on the beach last year. And we've stayed there because other restri- the building wasn't open for a long time that we could go back to. And then because it's a city-run building that we use. And now that it is, um, there's just some different requirements and restrictions that we were like, we can't make that happen. So we continue to meet on the beach. We're blessed to be able to do so. But for a kid with ADHD, to be on the beach with the, the wind and the waves and the sand and your friends, and it's hard. Like, there's just so much distraction. So he can't focus. And even that's a struggle for me that I really had to just say, well, he's outside playing, even if he's not necessarily doing his class, you know, I'm going to let that go for now, you know? Um, so yeah, as, as we move forward, I'm just looking like what, what needs to change? How does this need to look for me, for him? Um, like I said, my daughter is growing and thriving. It's a wonderful fit for her. So she's going to stay in her current program and that's working, but Oliver has been giving me a lot of, uh, growing unease of just like, "Mm, I need to really change things up a little bit. So I'm excited thinking about, you know, maybe does he just need time at home? Like maybe we take that co-op portion out of it and we just do stuff together at home. Um, Get a more consistent schedule. You know, he's my quality time kid. So I feel like the quality time we do have isn't necessarily all that quality because, you know, we miss a day of the week with co-op. We miss a day of the week with Taekwondo. And so essentially, we're fitting school into three days. So I also have a life. I work from home. I, you know, do other things. I'm very involved in my church. So when we're trying to fit all the things into three days, that gets very stressful. And so I'm not going to lie. I can be a very check the box person. And when we sit down to do school, I'm not always super patient or the best. And as a side note, y'all. This is why I always say, like, when people say, oh, you homeschool, I never could. I'm not patient. And I'm like, oh, I'm not either. (laughs) You should ask my children. But here we are. We're going on nine years coming up in the fall. So, I mean, it can happen. And even imperfectly, you can still show up and love your kids through this. Um, Anyhow. I want school, This in these years, these are his formative years, the most important thing for me is, A, yes, that he's learning and making academic process, uh, progress, but I want him to love school. I want him to love learning because even if he's not the best, quote-unquote, academically, he, he can love the learning process right? Because there's no way I'm going to graduate any child of mine, whether it's my daughter or my son, to know everything there is to know. Nobody knows that. I don't care if you're Stephen Hawking. (laughs) You know, no one can know everything. What we need to learn how to do is learn how to think and learn how to learn so you can move forward and, um, you know, discover things for yourself and learn how to research and all of these. And to, to have that spirit of curiosity and lifelong Um, education, not necessarily academic. I mean, that's just a true gift. And that's where I feel like we are right now. So I don't want to make our school time negative. I want it to be a place of um, joy and a place where, you know, you can make mistakes. You don't need to be perfect. I always tell them that's why pencils have erasers, babe. Like you can make a mistake. I don't expect perfection. I expect you to try. I expect you to show up and do your very best. But if you make a mistake let's either erase, cross it out and just move on like to the next thing, you know, keep trying. It's all we can do. Um, so the one day a week, especially for the co-op day throws off the whole routine because you know, it's on a Tuesday. And so we get started good on Monday. We have our Tuesday, which is basically the whole day. So when we come home from there, we're kind of, we're tired, we're shot. (laughs) And then we lose, then, you know, Wednesday and Thursday, all the things start happening, whether it's doctor's appointments, um, doing stuff at church, or other things that I I do for myself as a mother and a person, and, you know, and stuff for them as well. So it's like we kind of lose the homeschool steam (laughs) as we go through the week. And I want to be more consistent. He needs more consistency. And then I just feel like when we do sit down to do school, I'm kind of rushed and pressured. And that does not make for a good school day, especially for a kid with some special learning challenges, right? So I love, love, love about homeschool. And this is what I've always said, even through some of the most trying trials and biggest challenges that we've had, homeschool has provided us time freedom and flexibility to catch up, to do things at our pace, to um, do things at their level. I don't have to be constrained to a specific um, construct of what the public schools say. These are my kids and I know where they are. And as long as they're progressing, it's great. Um, I mean, I don't do school at home. I homeschool, which means I am in charge of their education. So like many people this past year because of COVID have homeschooled their kids. But in reality, what they were still doing is school at home. Um, For a true homeschool family, and not that y'all didn't, I, I recognize, I see you, I love your efforts, and I think it's amazing what you did for your kids. But when you are a homeschooler, you realize you don't have to do their curriculum you make your own you can you know and for and for these people who did it during covid like you were filling the gap and you stepped in for your kids and i think it's amazing like i said i i love that but for me who's been doing it like i said finishing up 8 years right now you know we it's a different mindset right like we're creating the curriculum things are on a different pace because we don't have to check in with the school system Or I'm not necessarily sending them back to a school. So it's more of the long haul mentality. Um, And the beautiful thing is, guys, is that whether this is homeschool related or not, it's really important to realize like you can make a different choice in your life. So I'm not afraid to make a choice, to change things up, to try something new this year. Like taking us out of co-op is like, (gasps) like I kind of feel that way inside, but I'm like, you know what? I'm the boss of my life. (laughs) I'm in charge of this homeschool, y'all. I can make this decision for us. And guess what? What if I fail? Who cares? Just like I said, I'll pick myself up and try back again. And if it doesn't work, we make a different choice. We can constantly reevaluate. We want to give things time to see how it goes. But the beauty is like sometimes in life we get in our head like these choices have to be set in stone. You know, we make one decision and it's the end all be all. But guess what? It really isn't. We can we can be free to choose. So um, I... I love that. I am not afraid to say something is not working. I've been down this road before and, you know, we can just change things up. So anyhow, I'm, I'm considering his needs, considering how his brain works. He's so different from me. Like I said, um, You know, I'm pretty sure he's like his dad was when his dad was little. And um, when my in laws were still alive, they would tell me stories. And now I'm like, okay, I bet they're looking down on us from heaven and just laughing and shaking their head like I told you. (laughs) Um, You know, so what does that look like for us right now? It looks like reading up on how to support his brain for his ADHD, like looking at supplements. Nutrition, And a lot of the stuff I already know, it's research I've done, but I haven't had to use it. So now I'm like, okay, we got to go back. I got to look at the tools I have in my toolbox so I can best serve him. Um, I'm looking at things like I read this book, guys, and it was really convicting to me because the words in the introduction like got me in the heart because it's like the verbiage I'm using with him, the different considerations and different techniques like that I should be doing. Um, I'm doing all the wrong things. (laughs) So I'm not perfect. And I mean, I was like blown away and I'm like, wow, no wonder I'm not having good results. Right. Because I'm not helping him feel his best. And when a person doesn't feel their best, how can they do better? You know? So, anyhow like it's it's doing this research it's getting these tools it's looking at the whole person right it's not just changing up a day of co-op it's like what does he need as a whole person mind body soul um, it looks like I have an Amazon cart filled with tools to help his dysgraphia because I'm really seeing that this is what's holding him back. I'm pretty sure there's some other issues there tracking with his eyes and, um, maybe even some like hypotonia low tone in his hands that makes it hard for him. Um, I have looked into different therapies, but right now, um, both monetarily and time-wise, I need to consider what we can do. And also, what can I be doing here because I homeschool and I have time to help him with those challenges? So I will share that in my um, link, um, hotmesshomeschooler.com slash link me in my Amazon favorites, I'm going to put the tools um, for the homeschool that I'm finding. So if any of this resonates with you, if you have a a child that has some of these issues, feel free to go there. I'm going to put the books, Um, some of the stuff I haven't used yet, but um, I'm going to throw them there. And if you have questions about the supplements that I'm using, um, ideally I'd like to be medication free if possible, um, and I feel like we have still some improvements to be made nutrition wise, routine wise. So until that happens, I'm not even considering that because there's so much work that needs to be done, you know, just in general. So if you have questions about those specific things, they're all in my um, hotmesshomeschooler.com slash link me. I'll put the Amazon stuff and the Amazon favorites, but the specific supplements, feel free to reach out to me and I will let you know which ones that I am using. So Also, like, I've got these tools in my cart, so I'm going to order them and... You know, it's also understanding he has a need to move, you know, these ADHD kids, they need to move and he's a boy. So I've already incorporated some of that into our homeschool. We have a little rebounder. So sometimes he goes while we do, while I ask him questions or memory work, he'll, he'll bounce. Or, um, if he starts to get loose focus and I see it, I'll have him do like five push push-ups or 10 jumping jacks or something just to get the blood pumping and him to like kind of come back into, um, you know, what he's doing. So, and, It works because movement really helps integrate knowledge and information into the body. And so I've always, again, known that. But it's, again, saying, how can I tweak this to best serve him? So... We need more consistency. We need a more solid routine. I'll be honest, like COVID, even though we homeschooled, it has thrown us all off for the past year. My husband was on deployment and came home and then him coming home was, he was gone most of the time for a couple years. So now he's been home and it's just a whole different routine when he's here. And even though it's been a year, like we've kind of fallen into these patterns that need to change. So we're, you know, because we can sleep in, they're up a little later than most kids And then they sleep in and then it's like, how does that look for us? We need more consistent bedtimes, a consistent routine. Um, Again, nutritional support, like, you know, removing some of the foods that I know to be triggers and inflammatory and eat better. Um, I know that it's just a matter of implementing, right? That's most of us. We know what to do. It's just a matter of actually doing it. So, I'm really thankful that I can easily make some of these changes, and some changes are not so easy, but I'm the grown up and I am responsible. So, we need to do hard things, people. So, we'll continue to evaluate and readjust as necessary. And I'm just going to keep an eye on his growth and development, and his spirit, and his body, and his, you know, his soul. Because, guys, I am most interested not in getting him into Harvard. I'm interested in getting him into heaven. I I want to care for his whole person, like I said, and love him through all of it. So, um, you know, he's a great kid. He's bright, he's funny, he's a total lovey. I mean, this kid is amazing. And some of these things, like qualities that he has, are gonna make him an amazing adult. But in the meantime, I need to hone him and, you know, help him grow in the right way. And he needs an environment where he can shine and he can make mistakes and he can try again without being labeled, without being in trouble, without being, you know, in remediation. Like if he was in a school, because I guarantee you school is not the answer. He would be in trouble all the time and he would probably be in some remedial classes when he doesn't need them. He just needs some modifications made for him to learn. And I am very thankful that I can provide that for him. Um, So, you know, it's always a work in progress, just like all of our lives. Um, You know, but the bottom line is no one loves him and cares about his best interest more than I do. I mean, obviously his father. (laughs) But no teacher, no principal, no therapist can love this child more than me. And so, God entrusted him to me, and I am plan to do my very best with this stewardship of him. And um, like I said, I'm blessed that we can homeschool, and I can provide this, even if I don't have all the answers. I don't pretend to have it figured out, y'all. I really don't. But I wanted to share my journey with you, because like I said, I feel like there's some nuggets here for people on whatever path you are. Please, please pray for us on this journey. Um you know, I'm, I'm excited to see where it takes us and, you know, I'll keep you posted. So again, if you want the links for my stuff, hotmesshomeschooler.com slash link me. And if you want specific recommendations or to chat about any of this, please reach out to me at hotmesshomeschooler at gmail.com. I really look forward to connecting with all of you and I hope you have a beautiful weekend. I'll chat with you next week. Until then, be alive and well. Hey, thanks for listening. Head on over to hotmesshomeschooler.com where you'll find all the things. Connect with me on socials, check out the blog, and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. I look forward to serving you. Have a wonderful day, and until next time, be alive and well.